Lord, we bless your holy name, dear God. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor and all of the praise, dear God. There is none other like you, Jesus. You are holy. You are righteous, dear God. We come to bless your holy name tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2. First Peter chapter 2 and beginning at verse 11. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may be, they may, by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, tonight I want to preach on silencing the critics. Silencing the critics. You can be seated tonight. You'll find out that Jesus had to deal with a lot of criticism in his days. Throughout his ministry, there were those that had a lot to say about him and what he was doing and how he was going about things. But you'll find out that the Bible teaches us that, that he was reviled and he did not revile back. In other words, all manner of evil was spoken to him. I mean, they didn't they didn't hold back the punches. They 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 you know, they they threw words at him that were derogatory. You know, at one point they began to talk about his conception and how he came about and making it seem like it came about by some form of sin as they just downgraded everything that he was doing and everything that he was trying to do. They had nothing good to say about him. But you'll find out that when they said these things, Jesus did not open up his mouth. He did not speak evil, but he just continued to heal. He continued to provide. He continued to comfort those that were in need. He continued to do and accomplish what he came to do. He didn't allow evil speaking to derail him. He didn't allow it to get him down. He didn't allow it to discourage him. He didn't allow it to knock him off track. Tonight, I want to have the same mind frame that he had because you'll find out that the days that we're living in, people have a lot of things to say. 
And unfortunately, it's not positive. It's negative. It's things that will tear down. It's things that if you allow it to get to you, it will bother you. It will uh, distract you. But tonight, I want to keep my eyes focused on what the prize is tonight. Here, Peter says that it's the will of God that by doing well, you silence the ignorance of foolish people. Or I'll say foolish men. You can even throw, you know, when the word, they use the word man in the, in the word of God. It's not talking about a certain gender. It's talking about humanity as a whole. Okay? And, um, you know, I understand that the only thing that is going to silence the naysayers, the only thing that's going to silence the critics is to continue to do what we know to do is right. And that's to continue to have church, continue to keep your hands lifted up in the air, continue to keep a praise in your lips, continue to do the work of your heavenly father tonight. You can be seated tonight. There are times that, you know, you want to reach out and you want to handle things on your own. And sometimes you know that you could probably do it and you could do a good job at it. But I want to make it up in my mind that I want to continue to do well. I want to do well. And, you know, sometimes in doing what is right, sometimes you, you can think that things aren't working out. You're just wasting your time. It's not amounting to anything. It's not accomplishing anything. And sometimes you can get weary, weary in doing well. But I want somebody to know, do not get weary in well-doing tonight. Because in the end, it's going to pay off. You know, it's not going to do you any good that if somebody speaks ill against you, for you to speak ill back towards them. The Bible tells us to render not evil for evil. You know, it does you no good. All it's going to do is give them an excuse to uh, point the finger back at you and say, I told you they weren't what they said they were. You, you got to understand the tricks of the enemy tonight. He wants you to fall into his traps he, that he is laying out. But I'm, I'm, I want to be aware of his tra uh, tricks tonight. And I want to make it up in my mind that I'm not going to speak anything that is not of God, that is not holy, that is not uplifting that is not encouraging I'm not going to let it come out of my mouth I'm going to continue to do what I know is right and in doing what is right the critics will begin to cease their lips will be closed as they can't say anything evil against you you can be seated tonight you'll, you'll find out that Jesus taught this example because they came to him they found they called a woman in the very act of adultery. And they brought him to her. And here, they didn't care about what was right. They was just trying to catch him in something else so that they could turn around, point the finger, and somehow turn the tables on him. But the Bible tells us that he, you know, they said that, you know, Moses said, Anybody that commits this kind of crime is worthy of being stoned. But they say, asked him, what do you say? What do you think about it? And Jesus, not even paying attention because he knew what they was trying to do. He knew what their motives were. He knew that they weren't good. You got to know that people's motives at, at times are not good. 
They don't care about what is true. They don't care about what is right. They just want to have something to complain about. They just want to have something to talk about. And Jesus didn't pay any mind. All he said is that he, without any sin, let him cast the first stone. And you find out that the rocks begin to drop, the mouths was closed, as they couldn't say anything because they understood, we got some sin. Matter of fact, they had a whole lot of sin inside of them. And Jesus knew what to do and how to do to silence his critics. You got to know exactly how to handle the naysayers tonight. It's not getting engaged with them in an argument or in a fist fight. It's just continuing to do the work of your heavenly father. Father, come on, somebody, make it up in your mind. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to continue to bless the name of the Lord. I'm going to continue to knock doors. I'm going to continue to teach Bible studies. I'm going to continue to build the kingdom of God. I'm going to continue to do the work of God. You can be seated tonight. You'll always have critics. Criticism will always come from people that don't understand what this this life is all about. Don't understand what it means to live for God. But I want to I want to grab a hold of what the, the writer tells us and it talks about how that we ourselves are supposed to be a pattern of good works. I want my lifestyle to be a pattern of good works tonight. I don't want anything evil to come out. You know, sometimes you can think that um, people are doing, people are saying things and doing things and attacking, and sometimes you think that the answer is to attack back. That's not the answer. The answer is to continue to let your life be a pattern of good works. Because you'll find out the devil wants you. Now, the Lord wants, uh, told us that we are supposed to be a light in a lost and dying world. It tells us that we are a city that's set up on a hill. We're supposed to be witnesses. We're supposed to be examples. So you better rest assured that the devil wants you to fall. He wants you to fall hard so that the world can point fingers at you and say that they're no different from us. But somebody got to understand that we are different and that you... I don't just say that tonight. We are different. What makes us different is that we got the goods tonight. We got the power of the Holy Ghost. We got the real deal tonight. We're not just like everybody else. There is a change. There is a difference tonight. You can be seated. My wife was telling me just this morning about an individual and of professing to have truth and begin to tell me how this person, how the word is coming back that this person is getting into a lot of conflict, shouting matches. And the problem is this is happening amongst people that they're supposed to be giving off a good light, good reputation of the kingdom of God. And you know, the Bible talks about, uh, about our lives being a pattern of good works. It talks about it in word and in conversation. You know, I don't want to fall in the traps of the enemy tonight because you'll find out that the enemy will try to, he'll do whatever he can to destroy your testimony, to destroy what God has 
instilled in your life, not for your good, but for the benefit that you can show the world that God, there is a God tonight. And not that only is there a God, but he is well able to pull you out of any situation, out of any circumstance. I can't allow my, 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 I can't allow the devil to cause me to lose sight of what my mission is tonight. And that is to be a witness. That is to be an example. That is. Come on, somebody, don't let your problems, don't let your bitterness cause you to forget what you're really here for. You're not here for your own purpose. You're put here for his purpose. You're put here to build his kingdom. You're put here to show the world that God can do anything that you have need of. He can perform that work. You can be seated tonight. He can perform that work tonight. Young people sometimes, they allow peer pressure, they allow relatives, they allow friends in the neighborhood, schools. They allow them to, to, to put a pressure on them to compromise and to give in and to, to begin to think that, you know, maybe I am strange, maybe I am weird, or maybe I am different. And they allow that criticism, those those words, negative words that come across and cause them to think that, you know, maybe this isn't the right way of doing things. Maybe I should just blend in and maybe I should just, you know, go with the flow. I'm telling you tonight, don't go with the flow tonight. I'm letting you know tonight that there is a purpose. There is a, God has a plan for your life tonight. And it's not so that you, it's not for you to blend in with this world, but it's for you by your good works to silence the critics and show the world that this is the blessed life. Come on, do I have any young people that believe this is the blessed life? Come on, I hope you're not saying it just because your parents brought you in tonight. But I hope you got the understanding that this is the best life. This lifestyle will prevent you from having unwanted pregnancies. This lifestyle will prevent you from having any disease. This lifestyle will prevent you from ending up behind bars or in a grave before your time. You can be seated. writer in the book of Psalms, he, you know, you can do things, you can do, try to live the right way, and you can, if you if you have the wrong perspective, or if you lose sight of things, you can begin to look at the world, and think that the world, they have it made, they have no problems, everything is at ease, and you can begin to ask yourself, why? Am I doing this? Why am I living like this? Why am I why am I why am I holding to this and and I got problems that I'm facing. You know? I got problems at home. I got problems at school. So many problems that are affecting me and I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to do what is right. And you can look at the world and see, well, they're getting away with a lot of things. They're not going through anything. They're, they don't have any heartache. Everything is working out for them. And you can begin to think if you don't have the right perspective. If you haven't been in prayer for a while, if you haven't been in the word of God for a while, you can begin to think that you're living right for nothing. 
And the writer in the book of Psalms, he began to talk about how he, he felt that he was, he, he was washing his hands in vain. He was living this life for nothing. And he, because his eyes was fixed on the, the world, he was looking at the wicked and he was seeing and thinking that they're at ease. They, they don't have to go through any problems. And he thought, began to think that it was all for nothing. He was living right for nothing. And I want you to know the key at understanding and getting your eyes enlightened is getting back to the house of the Lord. You know, sometimes when you're outside of the house of the Lord for, for quite some time, or maybe you haven't been in the word of God the way that you should, or maybe you haven't been in prayer the way that you should, your perspective can begin to change about things. You can begin to view things the wrong way. You can begin to look down on things and say, well, I don't think that that's how it should be done. Oh, I don't think that that's going to work. Oh, I think that it's, it's just not going to come together. Well, I want you to know that you just need to get back into the house of the Lord. And then the Bible says, the Bible says that he said, I went to the house of the Lord. Then I understood therein. Come on, somebody, you got to understand what the end of a lifestyle that is, uh, that is void of God and the things of God. There ain't a good end to it tonight. I don't care how the devil may try to cause you to believe that it's all good. The end of that lifestyle is destruction. It is death. It is eternal damnation. You got to get the right perspective tonight. You got to allow God to align your eyes tonight. You got to get a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost and allow God to understand help you to understand that you're doing the right thing. It will pay off. It's not for nothing. It's going to work. It's going to work. Come on, somebody. It's going to work. I don't care what the devil is saying. I don't care what the... It will work if you allow it to. You can be seated tonight. will work. So I want you to know praying it will work tonight. I want you to know that coming to the house of the Lord it's not a waste tonight. It will pay off. Reading the word of God and getting it down into your heart it's going to pay off tonight. Being about the things of God it is good tonight. You are doing the right thing. Don't allow the critics, don't allow the naysayers to cause you to believe that, hey, you are, you, 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 you're in a cult or something. It's, it's, that, that's not how you're supposed to live your life. Make it up in your mind. So it's time for somebody to be fully persuaded tonight that I'm in a good thing tonight. Stop being tossed to and fro tonight and get your roots down deep into this thing that nothing can sway you, nothing can move you, nothing can shake you. You are fully persuaded in your mind. I'm in a good thing. I got the goods. This is how. I'm supposed to live my life. You can be seated tonight. This is how I'm supposed to live my life. This is it. Because you'll find out that as you begin to just continue to do right, do the things of God, and block out what people are saying, you just do what you know to do. You just continue to pray. You just continue to read the word of God. You just continue 
to come to the house of the Lord. You make sure that your speech is right. Your conversation is good. It's uplifting. It's encouraging. And you'll find out that as you do that, you'll find out that the, the, the naysayers will begin to be silenced. As they understand, you know, I've always heard that it takes two people to fight, right? When, when, a, person, when a person is just saying something on their own, there's nobody to fight. You, you, they don't have anybody to fight against, okay? I don't care what people are texting. I don't care what they are emailing. I don't care what they're blogging. Go ahead. I'm not going to get involved in that kind of fight. I got my eyes fixed on the real battle tonight. And it's eternal. Trust me, it's not earthly tonight. It's eternal tonight. Come on, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and high places. I'm not wasting my energy on the things of this world. I'm wasting my time. I'm putting my time. I'm putting my effort towards something that is eternal, towards something that is going to pay off. You can be seated tonight. People waste their time doing things that ain't going to amount to nothing. It ain't going to it ain't going to do any do them any good or anybody else any good. And they get so wrapped up in physical fights trying to get the upper hand. I'm not trying to that's that's not my plan tonight. My I want to fight the real enemy tonight. I want to fight the real enemy tonight. I, I I'm not fighting people I'm fighting the devil. I'm combating against the enemy tonight. I want to pull people out of hell tonight. I want to teach people the word of God tonight. I want to encourage those that are down and out and have no hope. I want to let them know that there is hope and it's found in Jesus Christ tonight. There's hope and it's in the church tonight. So many people, they waste their time on so many other different things. But I want to keep my eyes fixed on doing what I know is right. I have no doubt tonight that this is right. Coming to church is right. Lifting up your hands is right. Opening up your mouth, it is right. Come on, somebody. I I'm convinced that if you got the spirit of God in your, in your, in your life, you should know that lifting up your hands, there ain't nothing for, ain't nothing wrong with doing that. You should know that opening up your mouth and giving God the highest praise, there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what you know to do. You know it's right. You know it pays off. You know it brings forth victory in your life. You can be seated tonight. But you find out that if you, if you begin to lift up your hands and open up your mouth and people that are not, not used to that kind of a thing. Well, I'll take that back. They are used to it. They just do it in all the wrong places. They do it in the at the ball games. They do it at the club rooms, in the clubs. They're doing it in all the wrong places. And then they got the nerve that when they come into the house of the Lord, they got the nerve to look down their noses or they got the nerve to act like it's strange. There ain't nothing strange. We're just lifting up our hands to the right one. We're just praising the right one. We're praising the one that is worthy of it. Come on. Come on. 
Nobody running down the field with a pinskin ball is worthy of praise. Jesus is worthy of it. Beyonce ain't worthy of it. Jesus is worthy of it. Jay-Z ain't worthy of it. Jesus is worthy of it. Come on, you can't act like that in the world and come in the house of the Lord and not give praise to the one that is, that is worthy of it. The one that is the reason that you have breath in your body. The reason that you're in your right mind. You can be seated tonight. Somebody needs to know that when you praise the Lord, you are doing what is right. It's not crazy. It's not strange. It's what you was created for. You was created to praise God. And I'm a firm believer that if I, if I don't praise God, then I'm not fulfilling what I was created for. Some people think that they was created to make as much money as they possibly can. Obtain mansions. Paying all types of things of this world, things that are going to burn, things that you won't take with you, that at the end of the day, you know, Jesus ain't going to look at your bank account and say, wow, you really had it going on. Come on in. He don't care nothing about that. He won't see. He, the only thing he's looking at is your spiritual bank account. And the Bible tells us that it talks about a man that tore down bars and built bigger barns. And Jesus said at the end of it, he said, this is the one that is not rich towards God. I want to be rich towards God tonight. Hey, I want to be rich in faith tonight where I believe that there is nothing impossible with God, but that all things are possible. God is well able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask or think. Not that he can do it, that he's already working it out. He's already putting it together. It's already in line. It's already on its way. I just got to get myself in the right place where I can receive what he has for me. You can be seated tonight. So I don't want to get distracted by words. I don't want to get distracted by the words of evildoers. Evildoers, they have theirs coming. And you know what? I don't need to be the one to give it to them. God knows how to do it better than I can. And you know what? I heard, you know, I heard this statement, and you know, we don't wish bad on anyone. We don't wish any, anybody bad. But I've always heard it said that, you know what? Lord, pray this prayer. Lord, you grant them according to their works. Reward them according to their works. That means if they repent and get their heart right, then reward them. But if they don't, reward them according to their works. I put it in the Lord's hand tonight. All I need to do is focus on is keeping my hands in the air, keeping my mouth open, and not open to gossip and bicker and to complain, but open to with praise and worship and words of encouragement, words that is going to lift up, words that are not tearing down, but words that will build up, that will edify. Come on, somebody, make it up in your mind that I'm not going to be a part 
a filthy communication, but my communication is going to be one that is lifting up, that is encouraging, that is empowering, that is speaking faith. Because when you do that, you're doing what's right. And in doing right, you silence ignorance. You silence those that are ignorant. You can be seated tonight. You silence those that have nothing but accusations. And that's all they are. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about what is true. They're just running with whatever and saying whatever. But you know what? I don't need to be concerned about that tonight. I don't need to let allow that to affect me tonight. All I need to do is what I know is right. And what I know is right. And you know, it's not hard to figure out what is right. Just open up the word of God. And God will show you. God will confirm some things to you. You know, you, you be careful because I want you to know everybody that comes to the church house is not always in agreement. Not always in agreement. And you'll find out that a lot of times the reason people complain and the reason they bicker and the reason they murmur, chances are a person that is complaining, a person that is murmuring, chances are something in their heart that they're desiring is not right. You'll find out that all Israel could do was murmur and complain about Moses. You're doing this. You're trying to rule over us. But it was revealed that in their hearts, there were things that weren't right, that weren't good. They were desiring onions and leeks and all of these things that were back in Egypt. When they should have, they should have, they turned their backs on Egypt physically, but in their heart, they were still desiring some things. And because they were desiring those things, they weren't content with anything. God was raining down matter from heaven, and you would think that they would realize this is a miracle. Nobody else is getting manna rained down from heaven, and here we are. You'll find out that people will look past miracles, things that God is performing in their lives, and it was a miracle. It was the work of God, and they'll look past it because in their hearts, they're desiring all the wrong things. And so they can't identify with what God is putting in their life that it's a good thing. This is a good work. God raised down quail. They're still not satisfied. And you'll find out that people that murmur, that complain, bicker, that have nothing good to say, always finding fault in something, always want to criticize something, chances are there's something in their heart that they're desiring, and it's not the things of God. It's something else. I want to make sure my heart is right tonight. I want to make sure that I'm desiring the right things tonight. I want to make sure that my motives are pure and that it's clean. And I want to lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. And I want to keep, I want to remain in the house of the Lord. I don't want to desire anything else in this life. I want to desire to remain in the house of the Lord. David said, one thing have I desired. Let me let you know, there's only one thing that is needful tonight. And that is to make it up in your mind that whatever it takes, keep me in the house of the Lord. One thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to desire that which is right tonight. 
I want to desire to do the right thing tonight. I want to build the right spirit tonight. Let's remain standing tonight. So Peter said, in doing well, you silence the ignorance of foolish men or foolish people. It's so unfortunate that there are some foolish people It's very unfortunate that sometimes it comes from people that you at least expected, people that you would think that would be locked arms with you and fighting for the same cause. You'll find out that Jesus, all the criticism, it came from people that supposed to have had truth or had some form of religion or something. But you'll find out they didn't have anything. Because all they could do was find fault in what he was doing. And you would think they were supposed to be so educated in the law. That means they knew what the prophets prophesied. They knew all the prophecies and all of these other things. Somehow they missed it. They missed it. Because what they was desiring and what they wanted wasn't the right thing. I don't want to miss it tonight. I want to understand that I got it tonight. I don't want to go looking for something else or looking somewhere else. I want to understand that I got it tonight. If you want to learn how to live for God, I want you to know that it's right at your fingertips tonight. All you got to do is grab a hold of it. The teaching is there. It's there. Don't go looking somewhere else. I want you to know you got it tonight. Somebody lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. We love you, Jesus. Come on, young person. Don't allow negative words. Don't allow criticism. Come on, lock in tonight. You don't want to sit on a church pew and play games tonight. You want to understand that you're doing a good thing. Coming to the house of the Lord is the right thing. I don't care what the neighborhood kids are saying. I don't care what lost brothers and sisters and cousins are saying. You are doing the right thing. And when you get older and God prosper and your life is prosperous, those critics and those criticisms, they won't be nowhere to found. As you doing right, you will silence the naysayers. Come on, somebody. Understand that you're a part of a good thing tonight. This is right tonight. This is right tonight. I don't have to get in an argument argument to prove that I'm right. All I got to do is keep my hands in the air. All I got to do is continue to bless the Lord. All I got to do is continue to live my life according to the word of God. And God will prove it all. Come on, somebody, lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, we're here to bless him. We're here to magnify him. It's a good thing to lift up your hands. It's a good thing to open up your mouth. Come on, it's the right thing to do. Oh, come on, somebody, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. 
I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Somebody make it up in your mind. I will do what is right. I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm not going to give up. Come on, I'm not going to let my flesh get out of control when I make the wrong decision. I'm going to continue to do what is right according to God's word. And God will work everything else out. Come on, this altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart. Lift it with your hands. Come on, I don't need to get in a fight to prove that I'm right. I'm going to keep those hands lifted up. I don't need to speak cursing and bitterness to prove that I'm right. I'm going to keep my mouth, my hands, my voice lifted up in praise and worship unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm going to continue to do what I know is the right thing to do. And God will silence all the criticism. God will silence all the naysayers. God will prove what is right tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Bless him. Glorify him. This is a good place to go ahead and let God renew you. Refill you. Reconfirm some things to you that you're in a good place. Make it up in your mind. Make it up in your mind. I'm in a good place tonight. Come on, that doubt that you're struggling with, that doubt that you're wrestling with, that bitterness, that spirit of rebellion. Go ahead and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost and wash that completely away tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus.